G'day, and thanks for joining us for this week's Two Ticks Town Talk, a segment of the Australia Talks podcast. I'm DK. And I'm RD. Please enjoy this segment from the regular podcast. I've been this week's Two Ticks Town Talk, we're heading west. Uh, the furthest west that you can find a publicly accessible town. We're heading to the Shire of Shark Bay, Western Australia, to the town of Denham. This little town has a very interesting history. So, on the 25th of October, 1616, a Dutch explorer, Dirk Hartog, and his crew came unexpectedly upon what he called various islands, which were, however, found uninhabited. He made landfall on the island, which is now bears his name, uh, just off the coast of Shark Bay. Hartog, uh, sorry, Hartog spent three days examining the coast and the nearby islands before he basically buggered off up north. Um, <laughs> the coast remained uninhabited, and to be fair... It is very barren. Um, I don't think he would have realised the island that bears his name, Dirk Hartog Island. I don't think he would have realised that it was actually an island because it is a, it's a barrier island, and he probably thought it was like a long spit or something like that. Um, but what, it's ex- what do you mean by barrier island? What's that? Uh, so there's like Shark Bay uh, comes in. How do I how do I make you the listeners? picture this in your mind so if you imagine uh sort of like a, a, a almost like a w shape so it's not it's not a horseshoe it's like a horseshoe but there's a spit of land in the middle which is where De- denim the town is located but the barrier islands are sort of the islands in the very outskirts that protect the bay from from the ocean proper um, it, it doesn't appear like if you look at a map, you probably wouldn't realize that it is actually an island. It's really long and skinny, but there is a split at its base, which obviously makes it an island as opposed to a really skinny peninsula. So, so if you're using that W uh, uh, analogy, yep. is it like there's uh, it, it, between the three upstrokes of the W? There are two spaces, and it's like there's an island in each of the spaces. Is that what you're meaning? No. So what I mean is, of course, we're on the west coast here. So the W is the land, if you like, and mm-hmm. the bay is the 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 blank space, the void mm-hmm. between the two. So of course, on the eastern side is the continent of Australia. In the middle, there is a peninsula that comes up, which is where the town of Denham is located. And on the outside of that W, that part there, the very top of that is mm-hmm. uh, a big, uh, big, long, thin island, which is Dirk Hartog Island. Oh. And then, it, and then it comes okay. down. So the, the, of course, the ocean. We're we're used to thinking uh, eastern coast, but of course, the ocean uh, in Western Australia is is out on the west. Um, they like to call it. They like to say things like "West is best." Uh, I tend to disagree, but maybe we'll change your mind through through this Utex town talk. I think so. I just hadn't heard that term before, Barrier Island. 
so the coast remained uh, uninhabited by Europeans until the middle of the 19th century. Uh, pearls were found in Western Australia, and they were discovered in Shark Bay in 1854 by Lieutenant Helpman. It was very helpful. Uh, he was called the Admiral of the Swan River Navy, who found dense beds of pearl shell oysters. Uh, they were absolutely abundant there. So the earlier name of the town of Denham was called Freshwater Camp because it was a pearling camp. It's where all the pearlers would live and then they would venture out into the bay to harvest the oysters. The Denham region is the second area of the Australian mainland discovered by European sailors after the western coast of Cape York Peninsula. So it does have a very long history. Well, almost as long as as uh, Europeans have been here, um, which is pretty cool. In 2021, the census, there were 849 people that lived in this little town. So probably one of the smallest, other than the ghost town, of course, uh, that we've covered <laughs> in this segment. <laughs> the, the ghost count, the other than count, no one lives there. Um, however, with such a small population of just under 850, it's incredible that during the months of April until September, the area witnesses over 250,000 people passing through the Ooh. Shire uh, on the main Northwest Coast Highway. Uh, and they travel through, and about 110,000 of them actually come into the communities of Whoa. Denham and Monkey Mire. Uh, there's 150 kilometres of road linking the main highway with Denham, and it's known as the World Heritage Drive. So tourism is obviously their main industry around that area. Um, there is an Ocean Park Aquarium is one of the big draws. It's located about 10 kilometres south of Denham uh, and has Western Australia's largest shark lagoon. It's one of the very few places in the country where tiger sharks can be seen and they daily feed the sharks. Uh, and that's obviously a huge draw card for, for the visitors around the area. Well, that can't go wrong. <laughs> they seem to love these pork chops. <laughs> the other big thing is uh, just north of the town of Denham is an area called Monkey Mire, which is uh, just an absolutely stunning area of the coast. Um, lots of forward driving, lots of camping. It's it's it truly is a swimmers and snorkeling and water sports, fishing, all of that. It's like the perfect place in the world. Uh, this is, however, this is, this is a bit north where they feed for just a bit north. Remember, it is called Shark Bay. So yeah. if you are going, um, it's worth remembering that uh, when you get into the water. Now, I do think there are areas that are very safe to swim. But, of course, if you're in the ocean, there are sharks. That's part of fact of life. Um, now, Adit, do you know what Shark Bay, what's, what is in Shark Bay that makes it fairly unique? 
It's not aside from the sharks. Aside from the sharks. Well, sharks are everywhere. So, what is in Shark Bay that makes it fairly unique? Uh, is it some sort of flora or fauna, or is it, it is. something geological? Ah, it is. Well, well, <laughs> there's a bit of a crossover with the geology of the area. You, you, there. you know what I'm asking, don't you? Like, is it is it an is it a plant or is it an animal or is it something in the way that it's structured? If once I tell you what this is, you're gonna laugh at how hard that question is to answer. It, it, hmm. Technically, technically, it's uh, flora, not geography. Okay. And I know that probably doesn't have you at all because now you're thinking, "What the hell is he talking about?" Is it something like the uh, largest? algal or um, uh, coral construction in the the, the, the west of uh, Australia? Is it, is it a plant that over time has made up some sort of structure? Yes, it is. You are so close, it's not funny. Oh. So in- Tell me. In Shark Bay and in Western Australia. So it's not unique to Shark Bay. We thought it was for a period of time until we actually realised that it's elsewhere in Western Australia. Um, They have uh, these formations that are called stromatolites. Yeah, what stromatolites are, they look like rocks. They look like little boulders. Um, And they're found in Shark Bay and they were discovered there in 19... Uh, 1953, so a little while ago, based on the growth rate, it's believed that a thousand years ago, cyanobacteria, which are blue and green algae, began building up the stromatolites in uh, Halem Pool near it's, Halem uh, Station Reserve is in the southern part of the bay, which is probably about an hour's drive south of uh, denim. However, I know that sounds like it's quite far away. There is nothing out there. This is like <laughs> extremely, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it is just up the road, but also this area is uh, extremely barren. It is very much desert, as you can imagine it. There's, there's really nothing around. It's very hostile. Um, these structures are the modern equivalents of the earliest signs of life. So we believe, scientists believe that these uh, stromatolites are one of the earliest life forms that formed on planet Earth. Um, And they've found fossilized stromatolites uh, that have dated to 3.4 billion years ago. Kidding me. Um, And they believe these were also found in Western Australia, and they believe that this is the longest continuing biological lineage. So they were first identified in 1956 in Halem Pool, as I said, south of Denham, as a living species. Before that, they were only known in the fossil record. So, 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 stromatolites are technically alive. They are technically alive. So what what it is wow. is the the sedimentary rock formations that are created by cyanobacteria and other types of bacteria um, that produce adhesive compounds that 
basically cement sand and other rocky materials together in what they're calling microbial mats. And over time, of course, incredibly slowly, these grow in size um, and they're incredibly rare today. They're only found in a handful of places. We literally had no idea that there were any of these still alive on Earth until we discovered them. A lot of them, too. It's not like just a couple. There's like thousands of them, of these bacterial um, colonies. Uh, But as far as I'm aware, they're only found alive in Western Australia. Well, that's Um, fascinating. And in a couple of different places. But again, this is one of these situations where we'll probably find more if we you know, go looking for them. Um, I don't think it's specifically unique to, to Western Australia. I think it's as more research is done, we'll probably find them in more, more places. Um, but it is it is a cool kind of unique, um, unique thing. Uh, and that that these are actually the reason I decided to pick pick the town of Denham. Uh, not only because it's the most western western uh, town, but also I thought this was really cool. A bit of living history. Right here in Australia, they can go and see for yourself. As I said, these have been found fossilized 3.5 billion years ago. Um, and there is there's some still alive, but they're it's incredibly slow amazing. to build. So truly amazing. Yeah, uh, that is. If you'd asked me to guess the age, I wouldn't have even come close to putting a getting to billions and that old. Because what, what, what's, what's the Earth? The Earth's uh, reputably was it is it four point three? Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. That wow, that's really interesting. So these are one of the first types of life that probably ever existed on Earth, and they're still having a go at it in Shark Bay. So the sharks oh. obviously don't bother them. Um, <laughs> um, as I said, I, I would encourage you, all your listeners, have a look. Um, stromatolites, if you Google Shark Bay, I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll very quickly find, find a link to what they look like. They kind of look like somewhere between coral and a rock they're not much to look at if i'm honest um they're kind of just like little boulders as if like a dead reef you know like coral that had all been uh sort of uh, chewed up over time and that kind of stuff and but uh of course they're not coral they're a totally different thing um and they take a lot longer to grow so i believe uh the area where these are found is is you know a protected environment now because they don't want people walking on them and and all that sort of stuff um because they do take so long to grow so just like a bit like coral if you do damage them you know that's that's hundreds of years worth of uh growth that you're setting setting them back so um incredibly patient i believe (laughs) these creatures must be um so yeah very very cool